Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Neighborhood Conversations. We haven't been on in a while. Hope summer was good. Hope you got some time to go outside, feel the heat and all that good stuff. I'm in Toronto, so I feel like I've gotten a lot of sun. Um, it's cloudy today. Um, but hey, we're back with another impactful conversation, very important conversation. And today, we have the amazing Tia Opcha, once again, from... BWIE, Black Women in Excellence, someone who strives to do amazing work, powerful work, and says it real, um, authentic, someone who is amazing, a great friend. Tia Ocha, how are you? How are you? Well, that introduction is so good. I'm I'm telling you. Um, I am good, Templeton. Thank you. Um, I do miss you over here in the East Coast, though. We do miss Templeton, I promise. Um, but I'm doing great. And how are you? I'm good. You know, it's it's always good to have different impactful conversations. I'm so happy that we're starting off with you um, as we um, begin to end summer and bring fall in. Are you ready? Yeah, for I, yeah, I am. I love fall. Yeah. Um, when you know, I don't. I'm not gonna say if you're a black person, but if you're a heavy set person, we don't embrace the summer. We don't <laughs> embrace it. We want the fall. We yeah. need some chill through our through our spine yeah. and through our clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I totally agree with that statement. Um, Toronto had some good sweaty, um, hot weather today yeah. um, this, this summer, so it was it was in between. But we're now getting the cool. We can feel the breeze and at night. At yeah. night, actually during the day too, um, oh. which is really which is really nice. So um, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, Tia. I, I want to just give a light to remind people of your organization. So can you share a little bit as we go into the conversation, what BWIE is and how people can get involved? Yeah, let's go into that. Absolutely. Uh, so BWIE, also known as Black Women in Excellence, is a non-for-profit organization based out of Halifax, Nova Scotia and Kelowna, B.C., and our mandate is to educate, encourage, and inspire Black women entrepreneurs to be, you know, self-sufficient and scalable businesses. Um, you know, we have bigger mandates when it comes to networking, uh, collaborating, partnering, um, providing platforms for Black women entrepreneurs to be celebrated and showcased. <clears throat> and how people can get involved, go to my Instagram, go to my TikTok, go to my Facebook, or you can just go to the website. Um, the website is bwiecanada.com, Instagram pages, uh, social, well, all social media, including uh, TikTok, is at BLK Women in Excellence. Hey, that's really amazing. And you just had a pitch competition. Um, how was the outcome of that pitch competition? I, well, I was part of it last year, um, so I want to hear. Yeah, you, know, you weren't you weren't here this year. We'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will. What I will say is, we didn't do the pitch competition yet. Um, this year, we elevated it. Of course, knowing me, I like Ooh. elevation, leveling up, okay. and uh, we decided to break it up into two different segments this year. So, what we did just accomplish and complete it was our pitch practice day, oh, wow. and our pitch practice day was at the Dalmore Buddy Day Learning Institute in Halifax. Um, shout out to. Uh, Dalmore Buddy Day Learning Institute and all the staff and Sylvia Paris. Um, and we had a partnership with St. Mary's University author, Arthur, sorry, Arthur L. Irving Entrepreneurship Center. Mm -hmm. And they came in and they did presentations all morning. Jason Turner was the head of that. And then we had our fabulous pitch coaches in the afternoon. So it was well. Um, 
my biggest takeaway from it was seeing 17 black women uh, work on their pitch deck, 17 black women build confidence, 17 black women collaborate, partner and talk to each other. And know that 17 black women, we this year have one from one from uh, New Brunswick, uh, shout out to Sasha, and we have two from, um, sorry, two from New Brunswick, shout out to Faith and Aaliyah, one from PEI, which is Sasha, shout out to Sasha. So we have now opened up to the Pan-Atlantic, right? So mm-hmm. we are, we're just going with it. So our actual pitch day will be September 23rd. Wow. I will send you the link, Templeton, yes. and you'll be able to watch it. It's going to be live streamed um, from M4 Media Canada. Uh, it's going to be a whole vibe. Trust me. Wow. That's amazing. I'm excited for this year's pitch competition. I've been seeing um, the persons who are going to be on and looking at the different um, business and, and the black women. Um, that's really, really, really amazing. And kudos to you, Tua. Is this the second time? This is the second Whoa. year, and it's going to be an annual thing. We're yeah. actually hoping to take it um, uh, through the Pan-Atlantic next year, like to travel with it to New right. Brunswick, PEI, Newfoundland, and Nova Scotia. That is amazing. I think that that's going to be big. I know. As it goes, and it's growing. So that's a good opportunity to inspire other um, Black women entrepreneurs um, to do better and to be better. Absolutely. Um, to collaborate, to connect. Speaking about collaborating, connecting, partnering, and bringing that all together, Black organizations are making moves around Canada. And we know they are in need for more partnerships and connecting with each other. How do you feel about the connecting right now in, in, in today's um, world? Do you feel, well, in Canada, do you feel like there needs to be more of it? Uh, There absolutely does need to be more of it. And I'm going to speak with regards to the ecosystem, the -hmm. business ecosystem throughout Canada, uh, with regards to organizations that working with entrepreneurs. Right. Because that's what I specialize in. That's what I, you know, eat, eat, breathe and shit every day. It's entrepreneurship. Um, It is. It's there. The money is there. The government throwing out money left, right and center. Um, And I shouldn't say it's there. I should say the opportunities are there. Uh, but I find that there's a lot of gatekeeping um, with, you know, the black organizations with regards to entrepreneurship. And it's just rural Canada. This day is not just in Nova Scotia. And I say that because I'm a witness to it. I've lived it. Um, I started Black Women in Excellence in 2020. We're going on three years old, September. Right. And the amount of black organizations I've been able to partner with have been two in three years. The amount of white organizations I've been able to partner with have been 17. So for me, the same way I approach, you know, a white man organization is the same way I would approach a black one. And why is there discrepancies in those numbers? And for me, when I'm having conversations at, you know, round tables, different group events, different community engagements, I bring this topic to the table a lot. Um, My thing is, you know, you have certain black organizations that have made a name for themselves in Canada, who've been around for decades and eons, um, that are able to obtain this core funding. They're able to obtain millions of dollars, thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And what they should be instructed to do, or at least kind of guided to do, is partner with a grassroots organization that is similar to what they're doing. Yeah. And the reason being is not just to benefit the grassroots organization, but it's going to benefit the organization that's been around a long time because you know, you have a big team, you're, you're, you're fighting different fires, different battles. You don't have time to be in the community, but guess who does? 
to small grassroots organizations that are building up are in the communities. They're with the people. They're listening to the stories. They know what's out there that's a need and not a want. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we need to do better at it. We definitely need to do better at it. And I said for 2024, I'm going to make it a point to continuously uh, reach out to black ran organizations with regards to the entrepreneurship landscape in the ecosystem. Wow, that's really amazing. I feel like I totally agree going and grassroots organizations are definitely in the community doing the hard yeah. work, trying to talk, trying to connect, trying to make that connection, trying to make that, that um, understanding of what the community needs. Um, and it's really important. What can we do better to connect and how do we define a meaningful connection when it comes down to community? Well, what we can do better to connect is to show up, number one. Yeah, we need to show up. We need to show up for one another's events, yeah. uh, one another's, you know, accomplishments, celebrations, um, business openings, organization grant openings. We just need to show up. And I find in our community as a black community that we don't do that. We definitely don't. Uh, black women in excellence, me, Tia. I show up to everything. Yeah. I see you. Literally. You don't have to be African Nova Scotian. Um, You can be Caribbean. You can be from the African diaspora. You can be African Nova Scotian. Doesn't matter to me. I show up. And I don't show up off of free um, complimentary tickets every time. I show up when I pay the money to actually show up. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that that same respect is not reciprocated. Because Black Women in Excellence puts on a lot of events. Networking events are monthly. We have community engagements every 90 days. We get the pitch competition. We have workshops that are all online, uh, virtual-based. And where's the people? Where's the people? So showing up. We're going to take a quick break to listen to some Nova Scotia Works client stories. I look forward to my family's security in the future. That's the main goal as a father. The empowerment from changing careers has really just made me want to get out of bed in the morning. I'm looking forward to growing my business. So I want to hire people like I was hired. I want to give guys that chance. Il me fera plaisir de continuer à travailler avec les immigrants francophones à Nouvelle-Écosse. I am looking forward to the financial freedom that I never had before. And now back to the podcast. Respecting time too. I feel like when people say that they're going to show up, please show up. <laughs> Don't it's like, my papi temple ten. It gets me upset sometimes when someone says that they're going to. I know life happens. We we totally agree. But if you're going to make a lame excuse not to um, show up into, uh, or if you're going to lie about the excuse just to get out of it, I'll say, I'm just going to say this just to get out of it. Please don't do that. Um, I think that. When you're investing in your, and you're seeing your friend, your family, or just a colleague or someone who you respect, um, that's doing best in, in the organization and trying to vision mm-hmm. forward, supporting and connecting is, is really important, but also showing up that you said, making that commitment just to be present there. And I, I, I guarantee 100% they'll, it, it means a lot. It's an encouragement when you see faces that you know that are there, it, it shows a lot that, I mean, for me, I know that I when I see your face here, when I see other people's faces at events that even if I'm emceeing or I'm there, I lit up. I, I get to be yeah. myself. I get to do authentically 
better than I think I was going to do. And so like, it, it gives you that comfortableness um, to move forward with it. Yeah. You're 100% right. And you do light up. You yeah. do get the vibes are different. You're like, oh, my peeps are here. It yeah. is a whole different thing. And you know, it encourages you to keep doing the work that you're doing also. Right. And for your second part of that question, what is meaningful relationships or partnerships to me is an intentional partnership for both parties are equally going to walk away and benefit. Yeah. It's not one organization that, you know, may be white ran, but they have money to deal and work uh, in the marginalized communities. So let me go to the black girl for BWIE let's get her on a partnership and there's no benefit to her but we're getting all the benefit because we're going to run reporting back to the government and saying we did all this when indeed it was black women in excellence Mm -hmm. that is not a meaningful partnership that is you you're utilizing you're using individual um for what they've accomplished in their community and how they built up their own network and that i don't like oh Listen, I don't even want to get into that because I've experienced something like that, especially yeah. when the organization is partnering and then the other organization takes credit Absolutely. for it. And they write it in their report and now making the government feel like they actually take yeah. charge of that organization of that initiative where it's not so I I, I experienced something like that recently uh, a couple months ago and I, I broke out. I broke out in, 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 into outrage because I said, like, how dare you? How yeah. dare you? The audacity. The audacity. The audacity. Yeah. <laughs> to take knowledge. And the thing about it is, like, you're, you're moving it forward. Like, it's, it, it was ever yours. And it birthed out of something from a different conversation. And <laughs> how dare you? The audacity that makes. And, and I think that I have learned my lesson. Yes, on, you do. On, Making sure that you have a memorandum of understanding. Absolutely. Partnerships, you've got to make sure the legal the legal documents are signed um, when when connecting and making partnership with you. Yes, I feel that what we used to do is have conversations and just agree, shake hands, and that's about it. And we Not move no more. forward in community and make partnerships. But no, I feel like that there needs to be. Um, of course, that written agreement so that we can go back to the contract or we go back to that. It, is, it isn't say that we cannot edit or modify the agreement, but it's just showing the accountability, the liability, and also the the hard work from yeah. both sides of the organizations that are connecting. And I feel like that's really important. Oh, I just... You just woke me up on that one. Just no, it, it's a thing. I've been stung twice. Yeah. Um, and I said never again. So now when I reach out to people, I reach out with them with the intention of exactly what I want. And I show them how it's going to be- benefit them, benefit yeah. me. I put the number out there, what I'm looking for. I tell them what I need, what I want, how much, where, when, why, and how. Yeah. I do it. And yeah. my MO, I have my own MOU. So that organization may have one. You can mm-hmm. send me yours. I'll sign it, but you're going to send, I'm going to send you mine. Yeah. I need to sign because yeah. I have to protect, you know, what I built through BWIE. Yeah. I have to protect my credibility. I have to protect, you know, everything that I had to bounce back from to get to where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. So you can only be stung, you know, they say three times. It only happened to me twice. It yeah. will never happen again. Oh, it only happened to me once. And I, I say, no, I've learned my lesson on that because it's, it's really important because you want to make meaningful connections. You want to Absolutely. build 
accounts truthful are going to um, um, build with our, and I think that and you want longevity. You want yeah. longevity, Templeton. I don't like, and that's just another part to that part with the meaningful. Um, when I reach out for, for partnerships, it's not a one-off. No. That is not my objective. My objective is a long-term. And I just spoke to another organization that we partnered with in February, um, just yesterday or the day before. And we're looking at building, you know, a yearly for two events to do it over a consecutive four-year, five-year period. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at the longevity. Yeah. yeah. Because as they said to me, it's like, Tia, we have the money, but you got the blueprint. Well, we can't do what you do. No, no, no. Right. And 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 that's that, that speaks to the power of, of, of each other's organization and, and absolutely you have more you have more power and ways to do this okay let's let's make it that way let's try to pull weights in that way and I feel like that's what organizations black organizations um organizations in general that's what they need to do when when connected think about the long term think about where where are we going ahead how are we building how are we growing together yeah and not trying to pull each other back not trying to say oh I'm taking the credit for this one um no. It's if it, 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 we're signing something together, it's a we collective, and we're doing it together, and we're and we're connected together. Absolutely, of course. Give credit to where work is due. If it, if it's BWIE who did majority of that work, give credit. Thank you so much. And vice you. versa. And vice yeah. versa. Well, thank you so much, um, Team Cooperative, for the the work that you've done on this on the media side. Or thank you so much um, with our other organization that's done the work. What makes you want to partner with an organization and what is the powerful tool to keep that engagement going? Well, what makes me want to partner with any organization? It will, it will be the fact that I know that I can't accomplish everything that I want to accomplish through BWIE by myself. Yeah. BWIE cannot grow, it cannot be sustainable, and it cannot have longevity alone. Yeah. And I understand that through me being an entrepreneur and having several businesses. You Mm -hmm. use the example, you know, I had a cleaning company. My cleaning company could not have scaled to the magnitude it did if I did not have employees. It's the same thing in building partnerships. You have to outsource. You have to bring people in um, to build a team. You can call a team or you can call a partnership. I like to say a team uh, because we're collectively doing this together. So for me, that's why I'm really passionate about it. Um, and it's not just about the money because sometimes people will come to me and say, you know, we have a quarter of a million dollars. We want you to run this program. We want four 16 weekers out of you, blah, blah, blah. And depending on what their mandate is and where the money came from and how they're going to operate, I may say no. So it's mm-hmm. not about the money. It no. is about the meaningful partnerships, where it's going, how it's going to be reciprocated on both ends. And if we're both going to benefit. I like that. I like that. The impact. Well, it, it is definitely the impact. It's definitely the impact. If there's no impact, I don't want it. No. Um, I, I, and I want for me to be a black organization to partner, say, with a white organization, white Ram one, or not even just white, other than black. Yeah. And they have a great relationship with me, a positive relationship, and they loved it. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to be more open to partner with other black organizations along the way. And if I get in with that organization, I'm like, we did a great job. I'm like, you know what? I know you guys are going for funding for this, but here's another organization that actually, you know, is is a pro in that field. I don't deal with employment. Yeah. I deal with self-employment. There's a difference. I don't deal in tech. I deal with just small startups, grassroots businesses. So you have to stay in your lane. um, And that's what I do. I stay in my lane. 
Yeah. Stay in your lane until your name calls. Absolutely. <laughs> until your name calls, stay in your lane, grow in your area. Yeah. It's bad, then you can do that. But stay where you're, I wouldn't say where you're comfortable, but where you are moving forward. And, and well, stuff. and stick to your mandate. Stick yeah. to a mandate you started. You had a vision and a mission for your organization or business. Yeah. You can rebrand. You can change it. But don't change it and go back to your original vision. You can't bounce around whenever the money's there. So no. that's another thing I don't like either. Don't bounce around because there's money. I had a conversation with a colleague. And I said, it's so funny because someone said to me, oh, Tia, there's new money out there for women who are at risk of domestic violence and um, who are um, identified as non-binary. And I said, okay, well, wouldn't you, why wouldn't you go after that money? And I'm like, why would I? It's not my lead. It, uh, it's a great opportunity, but if, if, that's, if I was actually doing that, also, if that's my target um, area. I was shocked. And, and this was someone who's been in non-for-profit 30 years. Yeah. So I was like, no, I wouldn't do that. But what I would do is send me that information so I can forward that over to Empowerment for Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and that's what you do. You you share with other literally, literally. And, and that's what we, that we need to do as 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 people who are organizations sharing other opportunities so that hey, we're all benefiting. We're all growing together. We're all eating at this table, Tempeton. And, I, yeah. and I, I'm a firm believer. And I say to my fiance, I say to my children, I say to people in general, there is enough out there for all of us to eat. Yes. Yes. Speak it. Mm-hmm. We don't have to gatekeep. We don't have to drag each other down behind closed doors. Okay. Um, we don't have to do that in the black community. But that's all that's being done all the time. Right. 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 Wow. It's so powerful to think um, how we all are eating at the table. Every one of us, it may, we, we, we have the same plate design. We, we have the same um, yeah. cup design. We may have different um, food or a different spot um, um, meals on the plate. But what matters is that we're all one at that table. The table we're all sitting here. Yeah, we're all sitting there. And the tables, the chairs might look the same and everything. We and, and everything is there. It's just that we have to understand our differences um, by accepting each other, being vulnerable with each other, but also being there to support each other and to connect. Absolutely. Yeah. Tia, this has been such a powerful conversation. Before you go, I, I, I say, tell us your favorite African proverb, quote, or tip to help other black organizations grow with each other or instead not against each other. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do and or I'm going to do all three. Uh So the African vote proverb wrote this down this morning. I am because we are. And since we are, therefore I am. That's Mm -hmm. number one. Mm -hmm. And that aligns just what we spoke about today. Yeah. Um, The second one would be advice. It is not going to be easy, but it will be worth it. Yeah. yeah. And my favorite and last but not least, my quote, it is a beautiful day to be a black woman. Oh, that is so good. Tia Offshore, everyone. Tia, thank you so much for taking the opportunity to come on to the neighborhood conversations to start off our fall. Oh, I'm so yes. uh, to bring the fall heat and you brought the heat into this conversation. And we thank you for where we're gonna head and we look forward to more conversations. Have a of great course. Thank you very much, Templeton. See us. Yes, see us.
This podcast is funded by the government of Nova Scotia.